Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now then, um, impulse buying can be more than just a packet of chewing gum at the supermarket. Those unplanned impulse purchases can wreak havoc on our budget and personal finance over time. But somehow we could all fall victim to it in our lives. New research has found that shoppers make seven big impulse purchases on average per year. What is the psychology behind this? Can we stop it is the big question. To discuss this, I'm joined by Leslie Shoemaker, counselling psychologist and lecturer in Trinity, uh, TU Dublin. TU Dublin, Technological Sorry. University of Dublin. Dublin. I was just reading that. Everybody keeps saying TUD. Yeah, once you see the T like that, you just you roll out CD afterwards. It's just, uh, it happens. Well, look, I'm used <laughs> yeah, to it at this yeah. point, trust That's me. That's just the way it is, I'm afraid. Um, but Leslie, impulse buys, something I, I'm very familiar with. Uh, I think I still talk about one of my favourite ones ever, the sled we got during the snow of um, whenever that was, 2011 or something like that. What kind of sled was it? Was it was a nice one. It was like, a nice one, yeah. Well, what, yeah. Are we talking toboggan sled? Tobogganish, yeah, toboggan okay. type thing, yeah. It was during the snow, it was to get, you know, maximum use out of the snow. I remember looking at it and thinking, this will never see snow again. I mean... The last time we'd snow like this was for during the 60s or something. You know? And I was right. It never saw <laughs> snow again. <laughs> we are all guilty. Of it. I just did um, a little middle aisle. I was going through and I love snorkeling and they had the full face mask. And I was like, I'll be having that. Didn't even bother looking at the price. Went into the, really? the, 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 ba- the basket. And it's like, I'm not even going anywhere for snorkeling. I was already away this year. And I don't know when it's going to see some water. That, but That all must be put together by a team of psychologists, is it? They're just, you know, this will get them. In the middle of your daily grind, if I need these things, bread and, you know, boring things, milk. Oh, look at this thing in the middle aisle. I'll Normally in the middle aisle doesn't grab me, but this one I was like, oh, right. have to have. Although usually I'm living up to my surname as Shoemaker. My impulse buy are shoes. I have a real problem with that. Really? <laughs> yes. So does my sister. It's always the big joke. I pull out my debit card and they look at my name and they all start laughing. I'm like, yes, it's really my name. And yes, I have a problem with shoes. I think I'd probably be shirts. So you have the truth. Mad shirts. I love your shirts. I've always ah, admired you're very your shirts. Kind. You're very kind. But what is it all about? Are we hardwired to do that? Is there something we beyond are. us in it? Yeah, look, the brain is hardwired to look up, you know, to go and look up for interesting new experiences and the reality is, when we find that impulse buy and we buy it, we feel really good. And what's happening is we get all the happy hormones, you know, that lovely little dopamine hit and all those different things. So it all it does is reward us. So it's like a double reward. Not only do you get your lovely thing that you're buying for yourself, but you get the chemical hit in, in right. your body. Yeah, so people could get addicted to that. Um, yeah, they can. I, I mean, they talk about shopping addiction. Um eh, you know, it's an impulse con- disorder, really. It's not an addiction. Um, addiction tends to be like alcohol, you know, drugs, things like that. But it's where in those extreme situations, it's where they throw caution to the wind is the best way to put it. Um, so what they're trying to do is change how they feel. Yeah. And if they buy enough things, this is going to change how they feel. But the problem is the rewards are short term. The good feelings only last a small period of time. And then in extreme cases, I've read cases of individuals, men and women, hiding things in boots of cars, garages, actually other people, you know, in-laws, houses and stuff so that their spouse or... That sounds like addiction all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they get into huge financial trouble. You know, Mavs has their work cut out for those individuals because we're talking big debt. And oftentimes it's almost like gambling. The families don't know what's happening because there'll be secret credit cards. But again, you know, there's a spectrum. We have impulse buying, shoes for me, shirts for you. 
And then we have everything in between. You know, I, I, I know people who've impulse bought cars and I'm always hesitant to say, you know, could you afford it? Yeah. <laughs> Is that really something impulse that you needed? Impulse buy a car. <laughs> yeah, I've known people to do that back home in the States. My Very gosh. generous on those car loans back home. Wow, I'm impressed. I, I, I was reading um, Elton John's biography. He's oh. the king of the impulse buy. His best one was a, a tram car, an actual tram car. No. Yeah, and he woke up and the phone was ringing and, and a man was saying, you know, it'll be delivered from, I think he bought it in Australia, uh, to, to England for you. And then two Chinook helicopters will bring it to your, your garden. And he didn't remember buying it. He had a lot of other issues. <laughs> I was just thinking about Rocket <laughs> yes. Man. Brilliant film. The yes. rehab scenes right. were really we're, well done. So we're not talking about those people. No, we're, we're not talking about that. People normal people. But, you know, some. the reality is, you know, advertising will tell us, having a bad day, book a holiday. Have a headache, take a tablet. And so that's what yeah. we do. We're told that if you don't like how you feel, do something to make it go away. And the reality is, all of our feelings are normal and natural. Sometimes we're supposed to be out of sorts. All they are are just pieces of information. We don't always have to act on them. Right. But it, it's it's not that bad a thing to do, though, is it? If no, you're having occasionally, a slightly bad day and I, to buy something on a bit get, of an impulse lifts your I, spirits. I bought a pair of blue suede boots last winter, so I'm not going to say... Right. <laughs> I was having a bad day. If you're going home, buy a book on the way home. It'll lift your spirits a little thing. That kind I already of stuff. did that. That was my treat for today. <laughs> Not impulse buy. I came in with the intent of getting them to finish out my summer reading. Right. So, I mean, is it something you need to keep an eye on? Are some people more prone to their falling to their impulses than other people? I think some people would be more prone to it. I think people who are really uncomfortable with their emotional landscape you know, would probably be more prone to it. And I mean, okay, I am one of those people during the lockdown, I cleared my apartment out. There is a lovely group of nuns over in the South Circular Road who have benefited massively. And I am now ruthless because I've got rid of so much stuff and I have more to go. I, every six months now I've gotten the habit. I try and do another call. So I ask myself, do I really need this? Blue suede boots? Yes, of course, I'm a woman. I needed those. Um, but other stuff, no. You know, I just, it's nice to look at. Do I have the room for it? The answer is no. Do I really need it? If the answer is no, I'm not buying it. So is is there a way of somehow kind of resisting the urge? Are, are there guidelines or advice for what to do if, if you're one of those who doesn't? I'd embrace the urge. I'd allow it to be there. Again, an urge is not an impulse to act. It's not a mandate to act. We all get urges. And um, if I listen to my urges, I'd eat chocolate cake all day long. Um, you know, so it's just about accepting it. Let it be there. Be curious about it. But you don't have to act on it, you know. And I do think... How do you ask, stop yourself? Yeah, sometimes you're just going to have to ask yourself the tough question. Do I need this? Can I afford this? What is this really going to do for my life? You know, and it's boring to be a grown up and ask those questions. But sometimes we have to do it. You can go the opposite way. You can never buy anything. You can just be one of those curmudgeonly people who see you things. Can. I wouldn't. They're no, no. Hair shirt for me. <laughs> You have to have some fun. No, you don't. Do I really need it? No. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to find. I mean, the friends who I met up with after I, I bought the boots were laughing at me because they, they thought it was hysterical. I was very proud of them. I mean, I, I, you've mentioned them so often. I can't have to see them at this point. So you have to find a happy medium, basically, yeah, don't you? you really somewhere do. in between with this. And, and then you have to try and control yourself in a world kind of gone mad, aren't you? Because there is enormous social pressure on you as well with the latest thing. 
that everybody has. Absolutely. I mean, I remember as a kid, Cabbage Patch dolls. My God, I never had one, by the way. But I mean, people were going bananas. There were fist fights in the stores. I remember the uh, footage on the news at home in the States when I was a kid. You know, so there is that pressure. You know, with teens, I think there's huge pressure on them to fit in. And unfortunately, in some cases, if everybody has the pair of trainers that their parents can't afford, they might pinch them and it might lead to other problems. Oh, God. You know, um, but I, I'm not justifying, I'm not defending it, but I can understand that peer pressure with adolescence because everybody wants to fit in somewhere. We all mm. have our, our own tribe. I find them quite easygoing. I, I'm kind of amazed uh, by kids in that. I find they aren't as prone to the big brand names as you would expect. I, I, I hear them saying things like, I got these in pennies. They're just as good as the Beats. Fair play. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Pennies is one of those places that you end up with a few more items in the bag. That and TK Maxx. Yeah. <laughs> but I see it in the college, you know, if, you know, if Ugg boots are the thing. So it's later on, is it? Yeah, I'm, well, don't forget some of our students are, you know, 17, 18. But, yeah. you know, I'll know, and stuff I'll notice if somebody, if there's something on, I can tell what's on trend because suddenly everybody is wearing it or has it, whether it be a bag, you know, a backpack of some yeah. sort, shoes, an outfit, whatever. Um, so, you know, we do want to fit in. That is... That's part we're, of it. We're hardwired for that. We yeah. are hardwired to fit in with others. So that's what our brain's doing. Right. And trying to step back from that is difficult. It can be, yeah. But it, I think accepting that this is what your brain's telling you to do and just embrace and go, okay, brain, thanks, brain. I know what you're trying to do. Recognising if what it is, maybe not being able to afford them, of course. Um, tell me about Christmas time and parents. Oh, they can go a bit baluba because they want... and I. I know that the intent is so good. It's out of love. They really want their kids not to be without. They want them to have what the other kids have. I mean, I know my brother-in-law and sister have gone a bit crazy on a couple of Christmases. I can't remember what they look like. That's how bad it is. I can't remember what they were looking for. But there were certain gifts that we had to have because all the other kids were having it. And by God, they went searching everywhere for them. Um, I think my brother-in-law drove to another state once to get a gift. Really? Yeah. So, it look, the intent is really good, but the pressure parents put themselves under. And then, unfortunately, what they're communicating to the kids is, we'll go to the ends of the earth for you to get you something that you may not really like or even need. Remember, there was some toy that my sister really wanted my niece to have, was building things, can't remember. She never used it. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. But the parents, though... I think it's like you can you can put the hair shirt on for yourself. You can say, I can live without this. But the idea of your children living without these, that's a different kettle of fish completely. Um, and very parsimonious parents can suddenly lose the plot. Absolutely. And the problem is they're doing their kids a disservice because we're not teaching kids resilience. We're not teaching them that sometimes we can't get what we want and teaching them those bounce back skills. And so then we start looking at that sense of entitlement I want, therefore, I have to have. And it's like, well, no, you can't. One of life's first lessons, I'm afraid. <laughs> yes, not the same thing. Um, I wonder too about how things have changed with social influences in particular and our kids are spending all their times on their phones. So you'd have to wonder about the pressures there. Absolutely. There was some mad drink by some kickboxer, God, it tells you, uh, Paul Logan or somebody. I really don't pay attention that you had to have. I mean, the cues of people buying this drink, which, by the way, is now under review because of the caffeine content and maybe pulled from the market. I just saw that pop up in my feed. Um, but like it was these two guys who mean nothing to me. I'm old. What can I say? But all over the world, 
I saw images of people queued up and parents queued up to buy one or two cans for their kids because they had to have it. Um, that drink is called uh, Prim, is it? Or Prime? Prime? Prime, that drink? Thank you very much for that, yes. Yeah, I, I've seen that. My, my kids watch uh, gamers playing games and they have merch and the pressure there is unbelievable. And these are people none of us can name. Anyone over 20 won't know who they are. And they have their own websites worth millions and a whole different world of impulse buying, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it's that whole, it, what young people don't understand is how fabricated that whole world is. Absolutely fabricated. And they're being paid, these influencers are being paid money to help create this. And marketing execs will tap into that, obviously. And Absolutely. Look, that's psychology. It's, you yeah. know, they're creating the want, the need, and telling us that we have to have it. And, you know, we as the public, we are susceptible in different ways and we go out and we right. buy it. And we're hardwired, just to be clear on that. Yeah, we are hardwired. We're hardwired to look for novel experiences, interesting things. And then, as I said, it's a double whammy. When you buy it, you feel good for buying it. But internally, you've got all these happy hormones floating around your body. And it's kind of like, ooh, this is a lovely whoosh. <laughs> Enjoy it while you can until it, it falls foul of your next clean out in six months time. When getting rid of it brings you the same pleasure. Actually, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's a virtual circle. <laughs> Mary Kondo, here we go. <laughs> exactly. Let's uh, just say, when you think of what goes into producing, transporting, the disposal of the trash we buy, really are poisoning the planet uh, when you think of it. And for what? Satisfy urges and egos. And you have to say, walking around some of the shops, things are so cheap. It's just unbelievable. And seeing the images in particular of clothing just in piles on beaches in some of these countries, it's yeah. just shocking. Just say no. That I hate to say Nancy Reagan, that was her big slogan for the drug campaign when I was a teenager. Just say no. <laughs> she knew things. Uh, Leslie, thank you very much indeed. Lovely talking to you again. It's Leslie Shoemaker there, counselling psychologist and lecturer in TU Dublin. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.